Friday. This month on Alphabetical, <laughs> Act Natural. Can we just list all the songs? Yeah. <laughs> Today on Alphabetical, it's time to act naturally. Welcome back to Alphabetical. It's our podcast where we go through the Beatles catalog in its entirety, alphabetically, from 12 to Y. I'm Pete the Retailer. I'm Alex Robinson. I'm L. Adam. I'm John Valdez. And today we're talking about Act Naturally. First Ringo song. Yes. Well, a welcome uh, addition to the catalog <laughs> here. I, I like Ringo songs. I, oh, man, Ringo's great. <laughs> yeah, he's a swell guy. Yeah. Ringo. <laughs> Who was he again? No. <laughs> um, well, I love that this is basically... Uh, it's another cover. Let's mention that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, as far as I know, is this the last cover that the Beatles released? Until the anthologies, yeah. Until, well, yeah, the anthologies. But as far as, um, you know, studio releases while they were, yeah. while they were a group. Yeah, according to my notes, um, until they did... Uh, it was, they didn't do any covers until the Let It Be sessions when they were just kind of... Noodling around and right, sullenly, the band back together, sullenly jamming on, on <laughs> songs from their youth. But yeah, this is the last, uh, the last of the covers. But it basically just kind of, you know, thrown in at the last minute because they were like, oh wait, we don't have a Ringo song. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Amusing story about that. Um, the uh, <laughs> apparently Norman Smith, one of the engineers, um, when they were, which album was this on? Was this on it's Help? On Help. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mention it at the top of the show. Makes but. sense. Uh, it's on Help, and they were getting it was getting close to the end of the recording sessions. And Norman Smith, who was one of the engineers, was like, "Hey, I have a song that I think would be a good Beatles song. Do they want to put it on the album?" They played. He played it for the Beatles, and they were like, "Yeah, that's a good song. Let's record it." They were. He was going to uh, the music publishing company said we'll pay you 15,000 pounds for the rights to the song wow. and he was like oh maybe I can get and George Martin was like you should hold out maybe you'll get more and he told the publishers uh, you know what let me think about it he goes into the studio the next day and John Lennon's like oh you know what we liked your song but we realized we didn't have a Ringo song so we Ringo recorded Act Naturally but we're going to do your song eventually we're going to get to it and of course they never did so, wow. uh, so what was the name of that song do we know uh, I do not know I can look it up while you guys discuss something else though. interesting huh. um, yeah. I like to say that I love the movie Help and the album as well okay uh, another so thing that showed up on PBS so right. you're being into the movies that's a, that's a major they were, point they, of entry for you yeah definitely um, and just the uh, absurd humor of Help I mean Hard Day's Night had it too but Help kind of like went all over the place right and i love that especially like even from the start like the layout of their apartment uh, it's just like the outside separate doors they walk in it's all one big thing <laughs> love that stuff. that was their real apartment they all <laughs> lived together yeah and i mean even separate doors even the cover of my alphabeta book where i keep my notes for these episodes is ringo trapped from that movie nice you know i haven't watched help for probably 15 years i own it on dvd but i've never watched it that it's, new that dvd edition that they put out is i really should good. Uh, yeah. i should check it out we again. should have a i own a, that yeah. have a movie night yeah, probably say that too maybe mm-hmm. since college yeah it's yeah. a little more than 15 years but yeah uh, that's probably the last time i saw i might have watched it with you the last time yeah my favorite thing about that movie is ringo gets his uh his the, his sleeve torn off oh yeah and <laughs> yeah. the uh in the dryer. And they're <laughs> trying to get his ring. <laughs> that's definitely the last time I watched it because I remember cracking up about that. Just watching. I think we even might have just gone to that scene again after yeah. we finished it. Yeah. And apparently, I guess Ringo, he's a comedy genius. Oh, yeah. he's so good. Yeah. yeah. 
it just seems so effortless. Like, <laughs> yeah. it isn't forced. But, well, that's uh, one of the things, you know, Ringo gets a lot of flack. People are like, oh, he's not a good drummer. Uh, I think uh, he's a great drummer. Well, a lot, of, I guess, apparently yeah. some musicians disagree. But yeah. one of the things I love about the whole Beatles, this is my, one of my rambly Beatles things. I guess it's the format for it. They all had a good role to fill, like, in terms of the band. And Ringo, during the Beatlemania phase, was, like, what they needed. Like, if they had had Pete Best instead of Ringo, you're not going to have Pete Best acting in Hard Day's Night and help, you know? Right. Because, uh, so that's Ringo's time to shine was in the early time. <laughs> you know, the fact that Ringo, everyone referred to people as Ringo because they had long hair or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> like, so, uh, right. Well, George he was like Martin a, always said that Ringo was solid as a drummer. You yeah. Know? yeah. I mean, uh, I read somewhere, like, comparing, like, thousands of hours of recording, like, whereas, like, the other guys are practicing with flub lines, flub uh, uh, solos, like, Ringo rarely screwed up uh his drumming you yeah know? his like, timing he was great. consistent and he was great and right he's done some good things yeah and trying yeah. to replicate some of his fills and roles apparently it's just like you i've heard drummers say like you you tend to like appreciate what he did mm. like when you're trying to go it's deceptively simple yeah exactly yeah. so no one hears in the anti-ringo camp no 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 right. no I, I think a lot of that comes from like relative to who he was with you know yeah um it's sort right. of that perspective when yeah. he's, he's with John and he wasn't doing Paul the kind of you know, flair kind of you know show off stuff. He was just a solid. Yeah. He was keeping the beat, which yeah, you know. I think they're just jealous. Super of important. Him and who, Barbara Bach. That's who was good. it that sent him the note afterwards? <laughs> where it's like, to Ringo, you are the greatest drummer in the world. Seriously, was that John or Paul? Like someone sent him like a note. Like after I think after everything what? was going down, like the breakup or something. Oh, like, like John secretly sent him a note. Yeah, like, like you're someone. Great. Like yeah, like hey With man, stickers on it and stuff. Yeah, something <laughs> like that, pretty much. Oh, I think uh, in the White Album, I think when Ringo stormed off, when he came back, they put flowers and and mm. and did some kind of gesture like that. Said like yeah. you're the, the greatest drummer or whatever like that. So interesting. Ringo, the last person to join, the first person to storm off <laughs> and almost quit the band. <laughs> yeah. So I, as far as Ringo songs go, this is. A good one. It's peppy. Right. Um, like his voice, you know, like all of his songs. Yeah. yeah. And it, it suits his personality or his role in the perceived role, probably, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah like, I couldn't imagine Ringo singing, like, I read the news today, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'd um, like to hear that, though. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can make that happen. Yeah, sure. I might like that song more. <laughs> well, like I was saying, Across the Universe had a very calming effect on me. Like, this song gets me, like, ready to go. I'm like, yeah, it's okay, very bouncy. Here we yeah. go. Let's yeah. go. Good backup harmonies by... Yeah. Uh, John and Paul. Yeah. I, give it, I give it three bags of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's perfectly acceptable. Uh, you know, middle of the road three sounds perfect. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good for what it is. Yeah. I'm going to go high. I'm yeah. Go, I just have a soft spot for songs sure. that Ringo sings on. I'm going five. Five bags five of popcorn. popcorn. Wow. I just get really like into it. I, I enjoy it. I can't how would you, uh, argue how would, with that. How would you rank it in the Ringo catalog? Like if you're just going Ringo songs. That's this... tough. You're, I'm not even going to think about that one right now. <laughs> Save that for your Ringo yeah. podcasting. Right. Um, <laughs> also, I, when, looking, when like, looking up stuff on this, I listened to a, a version that Ringo did with Buck Owens, who also has like, his is most, probably the most famous yeah, like, version. So Ringo yeah. and Buck Owens are the two most famous yeah. vocalists to do it. Yeah, I mean, and I think they really covered good. it because it was a Buck Owens yeah. Yeah, Buck hit. Owens song? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I think he wrote it. And but the Buckaroo he, Bonsai's. He, Buckaroo. Uh, yeah, because it was... Johnny Russell and Vonnie, Vonnie Morrison. Morrison. Yeah. Right. yeah. And then, but the big, 
hit yeah. version was yeah Buck, was Owens. Buck Owens. But their version's really good. The one they did together. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fun. It's on, have, I saw it on YouTube. Have you seen Ringo in concert? No, you haven't seen him as part. Uh, of, would you go see the All Star band? band? Yes. Well, my friend went to some thing at the Hard Rock Cafe a couple months ago. It was a Beatles tribute thing, mm-hmm. and she's she's posting photos on YouTube like this is fun, and then she's like, this guy looks familiar. And she goes. Holy crap, Ringo Starr's here, and he just got behind the set and started drumming with a Beatles tribute band. Wow. wow. And I was like, I wish, I, I, oh, man. <laughs> like, that would have been amazing to see. Like, and then they were mean to him, and he walked off. Yes. He, he broke up with the Beatles cover band. He was like, no, thank you. I'm done. Um, I'm going to give this two and a half bags of popcorn. Two and a half? Because I, I do like Ringo. I, I, I'm not crazy about the song, mm. uh, but, you know, I'm hovering around three, but... I like the diversity, the fact that we've had songs where somebody gave it one and five, and now two and five, and we're really all over the place. So. Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. There's a half kernel in there somewhere. <laughs> some, some burnt popcorn at the bottom. Yes. Uh, I like uh, the, the kind of juxtaposition, the dichotomy that this was the B-side of yesterday. Yeah, that is peculiar. Um, but totally I heard it was intended tone. to be the A side or something. I was reading something really like, a Ringo A side. Like that, <laughs> there was a so, weird. So yeah. when it's re- when it was released, like the single, it's like inverted, like the way like it's the half, the sliced apple and the whole apple. It's yeah. Like, oh, you re- you you saw that? Same I think thing? I read the same yeah. thing. Yeah, that it was yeah, basically you know obviously yesterday got more radio play and was the bigger hit, but the way that they kind of build it, the way that they labeled it, that it got uh, it got the whole apple side. Wait yeah. a minute, but they weren't doing the Apple things when the single first came out. This would have been way too early. I mean, maybe they reissued it later on, but maybe. Uh, I think this would have been too early to have an a Apple label. When were the, the Apple labels first applied? At least 60, 68, I think. Okay. I would guess 68. Hey Jude, I think, was the first proper Apple. Well, I think, yeah, it, it wasn't like at, when it was initially, it was when they, when they put it out. Yeah, and they were like, well, that's how it was originally intended, so it's not an error. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something else about Ringo. That he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he is awesome. Is it about the movie Caveman? <laughs> I loved the movie Caveman when I first saw it. When I was like in like seventh grade, and I loved the it when I first time saw it too. Not when I last saw it, but you know. Yeah. Well, no, I haven't. I probably have, it was on Netflix for a while. Anyway, we don't have to talk about. Okay. Let's talk about Caveman. We'll later. do Caveman well, minute. It is you know it's a song about uh, you know about Caveman Ringo being in the movies. Yeah. yeah. So. That's what I was going to say. Is yeah, um, and he finally did. Yeah, <laughs> got to be in a movie where no one spoke, and it was. Yeah. This is one of those songs that it's weird if you listen to it. At least when it was originally released in stereo. Apparently, in the olden times, stereo was seen as like a gimmick, like a 3D is today. Right. Yeah. And so, like, while the Beatles would be involved in the mixing of the mono stuff, they left all the stereo. They're like, you do- "Okay, George Martin, you do the stereo. We're going to go, you know, mm-hmm. hang out with the Apple Scruffs." So, like, it had that weird stereo where, like, one the drums and the bass are in one speaker and the, like, so if you listen to one speaker, you can, you just hear right. Paul and John doing the, ooh, doing the backup. Right. Yeah. So, if you ever want to sing and do karaoke style, you can yeah, have yeah. John Lennon good. and Paul McCartney there, singing there's, backup There for are you. other songs that will come up that have that technique. That weird stereo. It's, it's just uh, really ice. And it, it's not, yeah, I mean, I think it's intentional. It's fairly, it's, yeah. It's very isolated. It's fairly standard hard to left at least. Hard right kind of break it down that way but to isolate it so starkly yeah, yeah. starkly <laughs> richard stark richard starkey <laughs> starkly yeah starking it up um but yeah I, I would say i do prefer if i have both headphones on or both speakers in i do prefer the stereo version it just definitely feels fuller hmm. as opposed to the mono as opposed to the mono yeah which is fine but it's a little flat as as some mono tracks will be right yes yes uh, that was a 1971 uh, re-release on Apple, by the oh, way. Oh, okay. I looked it up in with the, the background. Uh, with the proper... With the, with the Apple thing. Because they said uh, 
Act Naturally was supposed to be the A-side and was always listed in the Capitol Records files as the A-side. Well, that's so weird. Maybe because it had not been a single before, so they... I guess. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, anything else about Act Naturally? Cover versions? Buck Owens, obviously yeah. the, the one yeah. to beat. I'm yeah, going to go the Buck Owens-Ringo cover. Yeah, it's true. You could do the, the Buck Owens-Ringo combo. Does that count as a combo. cover, though, if Ringo is involved in it? Well, it's not the Beatles. Yeah, so... Uh, That's true. And I guess they're both covering the... Yeah, yeah everything's a cover together, here. So. All right. Either one. But yeah. Buck Owens involved nonetheless. With, right. or without, with or without Ringo. And uh, we'll be back on Monday for uh, Ain't She Sweet. Ain't she sweet? Ain't that sweet? That's yeah. sweet. All right, everybody. All right. Cheerio. Call them chips. <laughs> <laughs>